is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Proverbs 31.30 This is Faithful Women. Over it, okay? All right, so this week is chapter 9, and we're talking about kindness. And you are very kind, Jolene. This is a virtue that I will say that you have more so than I do for sure because you're so kind. See, we need you. This is, this is, God is sovereign, man, I tell you. <laughs> God is sovereign. This is why you joined us. <laughs> All right, so kindness comes from the Anglo-Saxon word. It's like sin. Can. Can. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> see, we have so much fun. I was trying to see who could catch it. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> C-Y-N-N. Okay. Can. And that's where the word can and can folk and kinship derive from. And that's treating each other like family. And I think that we as a church family, do a good job of that um, because we know at the end of the day, we are family. Um, we're one body in Christ and we're together and, you know, we have a family that we can depend on and some of us more so than our own family, our own blood family. Um, so kindness stems from that. Um, and to be kind means to be sympathetic, friendly, gentle, tender hearted, generous, courteous and affectionate and on page 68 it talks about this is God's nature and um, even God extends it to his enemies and that's something that's really profound and hard to understand and grasp um, but we'll talk about that in more detail in a second it um, page 68 talks about how God is kind and um, in Nehemiah 9 17 it says and they refuse to obey and they were not mindful of your wonders that you did among them. But they hardened their necks, and in their rebellion, they appointed a leader to return to their bondage. But you are God, ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abundant in kindness, and did not forsake them. And then in Psalms 31, 21, blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. And then one more verse, Psalms 117 says, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, allowed him, all you peoples, for his merciful kindness is great towards us. And the truth of the Lord endures forever, praise the Lord. And it says, notice the characteristics of God's kindness is abundant, it's plentiful. Um, it's marvelous, astonishing, merciful, and it's great. It's slow to anger, it pardons, it extends even to those who do not appreciate it or understand it, who even may hate it, and to hate God's kindness is to hate him. Um, and then it talks about how kindness, how God's even kind to his enemies. And in Luke 6, verses 35 through 36, it says, but love your enemies, do good and land, do good and land hoping for nothing in return and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the most high for he is kind to the unthankful and evil 
Therefore, be merciful just as your Father also is merciful. And then in Matthew 5.45, the second half of that verse says, For he makes his sons rise on the his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain to the just and the unjust. Um, you know, it talks about how we're recipients of God's kindness, but also people who don't even accept him and people who don't even love him. Um, you know, they talk about like if God wasn't kind and he didn't extend his kindness and his love to everyone at times, the world would be, a disaster like if he didn't hold back his wrath and anger um from the world then it would be terrible and we probably wouldn't even be living um so he is kind to people who reject him and he's kind to people who think that they know who he is and they don't ever want to even read his bible um he's kind to people who any anything that you could ever think of, he still shows his mercy and kindness to those people. Um, and you know, like I said, we're recipients of God's love. And then in Romans five eight, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Um, you know, this kind of brings us back to our um, total depravity. We do not deserve salvation and kindness whatsoever there's nothing that we could ever do to deserve it um but yet he chose to still give it to us while we were still his enemy so we didn't we didn't do anything to receive it we couldn't ever earn enough um merits or enough doing good in the world or whatever you want to call it we could never do enough to deserve salvation no matter if we were like the best person and voted the world's kindest person we would still fall short of his perfection and what he is what he is there, there's no way we could ever deserve how much of a gift salvation is um and you know, like going back to him being nice to his, in, not nice, but kind to his enemies. Um, it talks about on page 69 that we should pray for our enemies, return evil for good. Y'all know that's terrible. Like it's really hard, but we should strive to do it. Um, because, you know, I mean, even as a kid, your first, your first instinct is they hit me. I'm going to hit them back. Hey, Jonah. <laughs> Um, but that's not what God's called us to do. He's called us to return evil for good. Um, and that's even at times hard to teach your kid because you want to teach your kid, no, if they slap you, you want to slap them back, you know, like, but what does the Bible say? We always got to look at it through the context of the Bible and what it says about it. And it says return evil for good. And it says, if someone slaps this cheek, well then turn around and slap this one. Now, you know, not literally every time, like you can't let somebody walk all over and beat you up, you know, but in general, return <laughs> evil for good. Um, God always enables us to obey his commands. And so we can't depend on our own self to always be kind and to always have enough kindness to share, but we have to depend on God and pray for his kindness 
And when we have kindness towards others, it's glory to him. It's not anything that we're doing because he's the one who gives us, he merits us that kindness that we can use it towards others. Um, and then before I go on to the other part, just y'all hearing that or what y'all have read about that, do y'all have anything that y'all want to add to it or say or challenge or anything? It's definitely hard to teach your kids to turn the other cheek because, I mean, you're exactly right. Like, especially if Sawyer and Sadie are fighting. She, she pinched me, pinch her back. He hit me, hit him back. Y'all just stop. <laughs> I know. We were having that conversation the other day with Arlie, and I was, I forget what it was, and I was like, she said something, somebody did something. I was like, you better, so and so and so. And then I'm like, but that's what we sh we want to do. But let's think about what the Bible says. <laughs> I just had to bring it full circle. Like, yeah, I want you to, but we should. What does the Bible say about it? It's not. And you know, like we talked in Bible school, yes, Bible school. Like we talked in Sunday school yesterday. We have to go by what the Bible says is our God, and we're not always going to like it. But we have to repent not change what the Bible says. We have to repent and conform ourselves to what the Bible says, not let us decide what we want the Bible to say. And, oh, well, we'll change it, you know. And I'm not talking about, like, literally in every situation, Jolene's going to slap this cheek and I'm going to turn around on her slap. No, it's not literal. It's saying don't treat evil with evil. You know, do good. When somebody does evil, show them that I'm working through you and do good. Um, let's see, we'll move on to page 70 and it talks about the gospel is God's kindness displayed to the world. And that is, um, such an amazing thing. And it talks about in Titus three verse, sorry, chapter three, verse four, it says, but when the kindness and the love of God, our savior toward man appeared, and then in Ephesians 2, <clears throat> 7, that is in the ages to come. He might show that exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Jesus Christ. And then it talks about, and I put a big star beside this because it says the ultimate kindness of our fallen world was the arrival of a savior. Because think about it. No, nobody is good. The Bible says not even one. Not even one. And there's no reason why God should have come to save us. There's no reason why he should have gave up his son. Could y'all imagine? We all have children. I mean, that's one of the most precious and dear things in this earth that we'll ever have. He gave up his son to save a nasty, filthy world. Um, <clears throat> and it came at a great cost to, him, cost to him to redeem a race of sinners. And that is kindness that is indescribable. And there's nothing else, there's nothing else like it on earth. There's nothing that will ever compare. Um, there's nothing that will ever even come close to how amazing that kindness is. And what an example we have. And how much that should make us want to go share that kindness with others. Especially those who 
don't understand it or don't believe it. Um, but, you know, then our flesh comes in and we want to fight it or, well, they don't deserve that. Well, we didn't deserve salvation either, but God gave it to us. Um, do y'all have anything you want to add to that? Because that's like a really big point I wanted to focus on. And Fisher keeps kicking the fire into my belly. <laughs> Tori, you're being so quiet. I know you're at work, though. Yeah, that's all. I'm just at work. <laughs> Tori's like, usually I talk all the time. <laughs> Tori, me and that's Tori love to talk. So is Betty. That's not kind. <laughs> that's truth, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We have a new tech now oh. that started today, so I'm kind of being cautious. Yeah. Um, I don't mean that is not kind. I'm sorry if that's not nice, but I like to talk. I we talk like, a lot, and I like to talk. Right. It's we not, like, I don't see it unkind. Coming, coming from me, I'm like the biggest aggravator ever, so. Yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> you need to really pay attention, okay? <laughs> Just kidding. Betty's can be so aggravating and mean. Look, she muted her. I mean, she <laughs> she laughed. She's done. Peace out, y'all. I'm just kidding. Um, but we have to. I'm just playing. I like to aggravate her back because she gets me all the time. Um, God enables us to be kind. So just remember that when it seems hard, pray for kindness. Um, like we've talked about with our children recently, we've had to pray for patience. Pray for kindness, just like we do for patience, you know, um, with our children, with our spouse, with our classmates, with our friends, with our coworkers, with our family, whatever it may be. Pray for God to give you that kindness because it's not something that, you know, you can just, one day I'm going to have the perfect amount of kindness to show to everyone. No, it's a virtue that we depend on God for. Um, and we can pray for the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. To have more kindness. We can send a little extra kindness prayer this way. Addie's testing that kindness severely. <laughs> Still. <laughs> she <on>. hit me. <gasps> <laughs> totally not kind, but my fat boy can't get up. <laughs> Betty, I can sit up. You. <laughs> doing sit-ups right now and he can't get up. Oh. Can he, like, not get up to do the sit-ups or, like, afterwards? He, like, gets halfway up and then he is. <laughs> she can't breathe. He's just laying there. Thanks <laughs> to mute your tail. <laughs> we can't see your face and your facial expressions on this would look so much better. <laughs> As for each, she's like, you know, like you're watching a sitcom, like... <laughs> <laughs> See, Jolene, you didn't even have a clue if you're missing. Oh, man. <laughs> Quit picking on my baby boy. Where's the mute button? <laughs> mute. Jolene keeps calling him her kids. Eventually, I'm going to take mine over there and be like, here, you can keep her for a couple of days. <laughs> um. Okay, bring her over. See, she's so kind. You want her right now. <laughs> You're so kind, Jolene. I don't know how you do it. It's God. They were Sawyer. He was such an angel. She's she says so that about Arlie. She is. She's just. They're just bad for you guys. 
Sawyer is really a good kid, but then when you put him and his sister together, they fight a lot. But that's siblings. Yeah. yeah. Jalen's always trying to kill Jonah. Well, Addie's great. She's just, she's in that stage where she's testing everything. Mm-hmm. Today, she was testing Jesse. She's got her foot in his face every time he turns around going, smell it. <laughs> so, on the way home, Sawyer was being, like, from daycare, Sawyer was being mean. And said he kept saying, Bubba, be nice. Bubba, be nice. I was like, you're going to be talking, little turkey. <laughs> little turkey. That's what I call the kids. All right. So, back to the kindness. Yeah, back to kindness. God commands us to be kind. Um, and oftentimes, I don't think we really think about it in that way. And to be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Even as God in Christ forgave you. That's Ephesians 4, 32. And then I underline children must learn to be kind. And guess where children learn to be kind from? Their parents and their church members. And so we just got to keep it. God, Addie has you and Jolene. (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) notice who she didn't say, Betty. (laughs) Betty deals with the same crap I do. Well, y'all just wait. I have a boy coming along, so y'all all pray for me. Yeah. Can y'all see this? No. They're running laps. Well, yeah, because uh-huh. we can't do sit up. Katie. All right. So on to Colossians three twelve. It says there that. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. And it talks about how kindness is something we put on by faith. We choose to put it on like we would put on a coat. So we can pray for God to give us kindness, and then we can also choose kindness in situations where we don't really want to or feel like we want to. Um, And then... Galatians 5.22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is kindness. God's Holy Spirit helps us produce fruit. And that's what I was talking about earlier. When we, do, when we are able to show that kindness to others, that's all glory to God. Um, we shouldn't, you know, of course we can be proud of ourselves, but we need to redirect that and make sure that God gets the glory for that because Ultimately, he's the one giving us the kindness to give to others. Um, and then it talks about in Second Peter 1, verses 5 through 8. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours to abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4, the first part of that. Not verses, but verse 4, the first part. Love suffers long and is kind. And then in Romans 12, 10. Be kindly affectionate to one another with a brotherly love and honor giving preference to one another. So if you choose or if you have a close, if your family is close and affectionate um, 
that can be a description of, of brotherly love. Like I said earlier, our church family, I feel like does a good job with brotherly love. Um, I feel like we all, of course, we all love each other, but I feel like we're such a good little group of family and we're all so kind to each other. I mean, we'll babysit each other's kids and bring each other's meals and pray for each other. And, you know, that's what God's called us to do. And that's just such a beautiful thing that he can be portrayed in the church. Um, and I'm just so proud of it in our church that, you know, I see that as fruit. fruit. I mean, that's what it is. Um, and then it talks about traits of kindness and kindness expresses itself. It's affectionate. Kindness is quick to forgive, gentle, tender, humble, patient. Kindness honors others and doesn't look for honor of itself or for itself. Um, and then examples of kindness in the New Testament. If you look at Acts 28, 2. And I know I always just read this because we don't always have time to look up every verse. But in Acts 28, 2, it says, and the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. So we're like, what is that talking about? It's talking about hospitality as a way of showing kindness to strangers. Paul was shipwrecked on an island, and the native people there provided a warm fire and welcomed the poor shipwrecked. No doubt um, they were hungry. They were castaways, and not only that, but this was a boatload of criminals. In verse 42, it says, and the soldiers. Plan was to kill the prisoners, lest any of them should swim away and escape. And the next day, we landed at Sidon, and Julius treated Peter kindly and gave him liberty to go with his friends and receive care in Acts 27.3. And then it continues on. It says in Acts 27, Paul's a prisoner. His guard made sure he could have fellowship with his friends and receive help from them. There were many ways to show kindness. We are to take all our opportunities and offer them to the Lord. He always blesses kindness when it's done in his name. And then in Mark 9, 41, for whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name because you belong to Christ, assuredly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. God honors kindness. Um, kindness can be also shown in kind words. Um, talks about the Proverbs 31 woman and who has the law of kindness on her tongue. She opens her mouth with wisdom and her tongue is the law of kindness. And it says, notice that kindness is a law. That means kindness guides to govern our and governs our actions. Many of our mother's um, laws are for safety. Y'all know that there's a lot of things we don't let our babies do because of safety. But what is that doing? Is that just because we're being stubborn and just want to tell them what to do? No. The safety of Arlie not running out in the middle of the road is because I love her and I'm kind and I don't want her to get hit by a car. <laughs> you know, like it just, it's a good example of showing your kindness can be through laws. I mean, just like God's kindness and look at the 10 commandments. What does that do? Ultimately it protects us, right? From harming ourselves and from 
hurting ourselves and living in a place in a area or a state of mind that was terrible. So he gives us those laws and that's kind for him to give us because how would we know that we're sinning if he didn't give us a direction to go with? Um, and then what is a kind word? Something that expresses compassion, sympathy, affection, encouragement, or friendliness. Do you have anything you want to add so far or to any of that? Okay, we'll keep going. It talks next about kind actions and kind actions can mean going the extra mile, making a meal, visiting, cleaning up messes, <laughs> volunteering, giving a ride, etc. Um, I know that just in each of you ladies that are in this group, y'all have all portrayed acts of kindness. I mean, to me, my family, to our church, y'all are always serving, willing to help, willing to do whatever. And those are godly actions of showing kindness. Um, so that's a wonderful thing. Y'all are already bearing those fruits of the spirit. Um, but I mean, it's good to go over this and understand it in context and understand that it is a command, um, because it is always something I know myself that I can do better in. Um, it's not always the first virtue that comes or not always the first characteristic or whatever word you would want to say when, you know, every situation happens, it's not always me wanting to be kind. Um, so it's just a good reminder that it's a virtue that God has called us to have and we should strive to be kind. Um, now, the last thing before we go into the questions is hindrances of being kind. And y'all, some of these uh, were a little tough um, for me anyways. Bitterness can be a hindrance. This is the one for me. Selfishness, being too busy. Um, I find myself being in that state a lot and I really got to pray about it because a lot of times I just think us as women or me anyways, I find myself being so busy um, that I almost neglect being thoughtful to others or going out of my way for others because I'm so focused on my own problems or, um, you know, just the daily, well, I need to go fold my laundry today. I ain't got time to go to so-and-so's house. I ain't got to cook a supper. I got to cook my own supper. I mean, you know, like there's just real, real problems that come into play. And it's hard sometimes. Um, but I just pray that it's a hard prayer to pray. But I pray that, you know, God works in me with my selfishness in that area um, and you will have to remember also that your family does come first. That's your first ministry. So I'm not saying neglect your family and go feed everybody and their mama, but I am saying to make sure you have time um, to think of others, you know, and not just always be so concerned about yourself. Another hindrance is wanting someone to be kind before you are kind. So you want to repay other people who are kind instead of being the first one that steps out being shy and then this one I thought was fabulous because I've never heard of this word and I'll probably mispronounce it but that's okay because Betty will fix it shirking is that right shirking I have never heard of this but 
I, when I heard the definition, I was like, oh, yes, people do that all the time. Like I've done it before. When you think someone else will do it because you don't want to do it. Y'all, did y'all know that it existed? I didn't know that it existed. But it's such a good thing to like bring to mind because shirking, like I've never heard that. And it's so true. Oh, um, I'm not gonna go do that because I don't want to somebody else to do it. How many times does that happen to y'all? I don't know, but it happens to me all the time. Like whether it be at school or whatever. And so I always try, well, I say always, I strive to be the person that takes initiative in situations where there needs to be stuff done, if I can, if I have means and if I can. Um, or we have a good group of ladies right here, you know, hey, um, for example, like when I read y'all about grandma being by herself around Christmas time, um, I was like, hey guys, you know, this is what the church is going to do. Well, y'all also, you know, make sure that y'all write her some cards or if you want to visit or whatever, um, because, you know, I mean, that's something that I can lean to y'all on. So it's not like saying that you have to do everything, but don't just assume that other people are always going to pick up the slack or, you know, go out and do things that you feel on your heart that need to be done. Just because you don't want to do them doesn't mean somebody else is going to. And those areas can be left. Um, it could be a really good ministry for you or opportunity for you that you ultimately miss out on that God had provided for you, you know? Um, so just keep that in mind. And like I said, all of y'all are always going the extra mile for our church. And so I'm very thankful for that. But I did think that was something that was relevant in our culture. And I was like, never even heard of that word. So before we go into our questions, do y'all have anything I want to add to the hindrances part or anything else about kindness? Jolene, don't talk so much, man. <laughs> Everybody's good. Okay. Well, I'll get y'all to talk with these questions. Okay. Question number one, think of a special kindness you received, what it made it memorable. Not everybody wants. Think of a special kindness you received and what made it memorable. Jay Lynn could be in here too. I know I could get her to talk. She's being nice to her brother right now. She's being kind. Don't ruin it. I know we can't ruin. Like they're sitting at the table together. Like we can't thing. <laughs> See, that's gonna be the exact age of Fisher and Arlie. Yeah. Mm. Uh, be good. <laughs> it's hard um, to pinpoint certain kindnesses. Like, I mean, well, I can start. We, like, you want me to like give an example? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Like, for example, I remember, oh, I, I cannot even say what I wrote down. I remember the time when I had Arlie Ray and Tori cooked like two different types of soup and brought them to me and I had them in the fridge so I could like not have to cook nights. And uh, because I was taking care of a baby and the last thing that was on my mind was food. I remember the time that Laura Beth, after I had surgery recently, brought me the most beautiful expensive candle and I still can't get over it and I never light it because I don't want to waste it <laughs> you can have it refilled I know but like it's <laughs> just so nice 
I love it so much. Um, and the times that Jolene is like, Arlie Ray can come over and I can just take a nap. I mean, like nobody babysits my kids. So it's amazing. Like those are all things of kindness that I'll never forget. And they're so memorable because it just shows me that each of you care and you're showing God's kindness through doing those actions. So that's just off my heart, ladies. That wasn't even written down. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. It doesn't have to be specific about anybody, but Casey calls me to send Jonah over and <laughs> home with all this stuff she doesn't want. Does that help? <laughs> That's not kind. <laughs> And just choose it. <laughs> I know. Okay, so after my wreck, like we we were kind of like I don't know. I don't think we were still at the church, but Casey showed up at my house with a basket of goodies, and I ate every bit of it. it was <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's that. There's that, she says. There's that. <laughs> I remember when Russell died, a lot of y'all were at the funeral. And then um, pretty much the whole church throughout the remaining week showed up at the house with just different stuff. Like, I didn't have to worry about anything that whole week. And that's what our family of church is for. You know, like, that's, that's where sometimes you know, your church family is closer than your own family. Um, I know through my life, you know, the, ugh, I hate this, a lot of the first people I call may not be family because, you know, I know who I can, I can always depend on my family. I'm not saying anything bad, but um, your church family just is able to pray for you and um, be there for <clears throat> you in a way that, you know, other than your family, um, my family lives a little bit far away, and so they can't always be the first ones here. But um, when my dad, we got the call at like 2 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock, 12, I don't know. But um, I remember like other people in the church beat me there. Like they were there before I got to the emergency room. And like I'll never forget that, you know. And uh, they stayed and for a long time. Um and so that, and then when Jason's mom died, there were people, it wasn't family that came, um, you know, my mom's so far away. I told her not to, but you know, church family, they were here Laura Beth, we weren't even, <laughs> I don't think that at that time that y'all were at our church, but you were here, Garrett was here. Um, you know, that's just, that's just what family church family does. Um, that's showing kindness. That's, you know, looking outside of your own circumstance it's three o'clock in the morning but my friend needs me so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be kind and I'm gonna be there for them um that's just a part of how God has asked us to show kindness um Jesse right now is showing kindness by working at the homeless shelter um that's something that they can get nobody to sign up for but guess who's doing it Jesse he's you know be in the hands of feet of Jesus and he's being the kind person that sacrifices his own time and probably sanity because I don't know how he's working those hours um 
to go and take care of those people. And keep mind off of things. <laughs> Jolene always has a way of making you not feel bad for something. Like if your kid, like my kid was spanking Jonah the other day and she's like, it's good for him. It's so good for him. Or like Arlie wants to come over and play for like four hours. It's so good for Jalen. It's just good for her. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, okay. Question number two. Some people are so thoughtful. How can we imitate them? You like Jolene. Yes. Well, I mean, look, look at, like, we're just going to brag on you for a little bit, Jolene. Like, even look at Jalen and Jonah. Like, I'm telling you, since Sawyer has come home, yesterday he has carried that Pokemon book with him everywhere. Like, that was the sweetest thing. Like, Jonah didn't have to do that, you know? And he's, like, so obsessed with it. Like, and he, Jonah does stuff like that because he sees it in the example that's provided for him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the church. <laughs> well, and then, I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, and I mean, not me anymore. She wants Jonah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she bounces around. We can't help it. She look. She disowned Jalen too. That's true. That's true. Tori's like, wasn't I can't just... and won't be responsible for anything my child does. <laughs> <laughs> no her dad is responsible he makes her that way <laughs> that's one of those um look at your daughter <laughs> like oh, very really much so backpack hangs out all the time and everybody's like oh look at chase and aaron's yeah yeah that's why i called her no, Addie's just a little drama queen <laughs> she actually somehow managed to convince jesse the other day that she needed him to feed her pancakes. <laughs> hey, if my baby asked me to feed her pancakes, I know this sounds terrible, but I would in a heartbeat because she's the old. She now. was eating them just fine. Well, I know, but it's just she just decided she was too lazy to put the fork in the pancake and pick That's the pancake up herself. But look, she's going to be like grown, and they're not going to ever want to do you to do that again. I'm not sure she'll ever grow out of that with Jesse. Jesse's too much. I mean, shoot, if I could get somebody to feed me pancakes and I have to move, that's pretty nice. Yeah, or, you know, sit there with her foot in his face for like 20 minutes going, Millie, Millie, <laughs> Millie. Um, but um, <laughs> the way that we can imitate other people who are thoughtful is just to make time for other people. Um, and then, for me anyways, I think about ways that I would feel special or things that I would want, not that I would want like I expect it, but if I try to put myself in maybe their shoes or be empathetic and try to feel, you know, like what would make me feel better maybe, um, what could I do in this situation to help? Um, so, you know, you could be more thoughtful by just trying to make it put it in the forefront of your brain if one of your friends is going through something maybe just text them you know throughout the day or um all these examples that we've given are wonderful um so just make sure that you are um open and willing when god does put those um opportunities in your life and then 
the next question is, there's always a temptation to get credit for kindness and how do we resist it? For me, I have to like remind myself what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't do it for recognition. You do it out of the kindness of your heart. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like your your reward is greater if you don't go around bragging about it. Like, yeah. Because the Bible says that if you go around bragging, then that is your reward, you know? Right. Um, and then, you know, something like throughout the Bible study, just these last few pages this week, um, it talks about, I just try to like center myself more on the thought of, well, it's not me. It's God through me. So I, you know, in return, give God the glory for it. Um, and I think just being um, God-minded and Christ-minded, um, that that's going to eventually be what comes first. Not, oh, yeah, look at me. <laughs> I just did whatever. Because um, even our churches change. We're not, like, sitting there. Not that we were ever, like, oh, a picture, like, as we're serving people. But, um, you know, we did an awesome ministry at Christmas time and never took one picture. Like, I think I took one of the people being funny, like making the boxes, but of course I never do anything with it. Um, because that's not why we, we, why we do good, why we are kind. We are kind because he has called us to be, it's a command. Um, so yeah. And then the last one is what holds us back from being kind to some people? Okay. Y'all won't believe this. Okay, but I can be shy. <laughs> Shyness, I'm for real. Like it takes me a minute to warm up to people. It does me too. But like, it's not just shyness either. A lot of times we're not kind to people because they've never been kind to us. Right. And well, that comes back to the wanting it in return. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And then sometimes I feel like pride can get in the way of being kind for sure, because yeah. you don't want to go look like an idiot going back to high school days, sitting with the uncool new kid when you're going to get made fun of, you know, I'm not saying like that's like a relevant thing for us, but I'm just saying, you know, going back to just a very simple example, but guess what we should we should be those people who the world think are crazy because we shouldn't be like the world. We are crazy. What are you talking about? <laughs> see who you're talking to. Well, I mean, it's like, I don't mean to be unkind by like not going up and welcoming people at church, but like, I don't know. It's, to me, it's. You know. do that though, even though you don't realize it, you'll be like, good morning. You do that. <laughs> um, and then she stands outside with me going, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> no, I don't. There um, is. Hold on, guys. I may lose y'all. I got a car charger. Um, another thing that can keep us from being kind, I feel like, is selfishness. You know, once again, going back to those hindrances, um, the being too busy or, you know, not not taking the time to take our thoughts off of ourselves and put it on other people. Um, that can also be. A hindrance or it could be a hold a hold a hold back so um but all in all y'all just remember that kindness is a virtue that god's called us to have 
and um, you know, strive for it, pray for it, um, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, and I've enjoyed learning about these virtues because um, we hear these things and it sounds so like surface level, but when we jump into it, I really feel like it brings out so much more that, well, there's so many verses in the Bible for one thing that we can go over that talk about it, which makes it so more, much more relevant than just, you know, cause the world can say, be kind. They have that be, uh, I think it's like a bumblebee and kind, be kind, be kind, be kind. Yeah, we should be kind. But we need to know why we need to be kind. You know, God commands it. We shouldn't just be kind because that's God's order. I mean, what I'm saying is we shouldn't just be kind because that's what the world's doing. We need to know why we're choosing to be kind because that's what God's commanded. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy our study. Join us again.